Welcome to the Love Yourself Healthy Podcast. I am Melanie Lillis. I'm a mind-body health coach, a nutritional therapist, and I have my Bachelor of Physical and Health Education. Throughout this podcast, we are going to be diving into the realm of eating psychology, body image, self-love, and creating a healthy and happy mind. I cannot wait to share my knowledge with you in hope that it will positively influence your life. Hello, wonderful people. Welcome back to the podcast. I can't believe it's been a few weeks since my last podcast. So much has happened in that time. One, I went to the Netherlands to compete uh, in the World Spot Aerobics and Fitness Championships and my team came fourth in the world, which is incredible. And in even more exciting news, I have just opened up my one-on-one coaching for binge eating. I've wanted to do this for quite some time, but I just wanted to make sure that I had the right strategies and the right structure to get the best success out of the people that I help. And I am absolutely blown away with the response that I've gotten so far for this and I'm so excited for more things to come so just quickly if you are someone that is struggling with binge eating I would absolutely love to help you just send me an email at hello at bearxbrave.com or you can contact me on my Instagram which is bearxbrave to learn more about the sessions now before I get into it I want to share my listener review and this one is a big one it really hit a soft spot and really put the work that I'm doing into perspective. Now, I'm not going to share her name and I'm not going to share the entire um, email that she sent me because it is quite personal and she did ask not to share her name if I did um, share it. But I wanted to share a little bit of what she said because it was so impactful. Uh, She said, two weeks ago, I found your podcast whilst I was going through some personal medical issues. I did not want to go down a dark path of depression again, where I would continually eat for comfort or hate my body for failing me. That behavior had led me to gaining 23 kilos over the past two years, and as a result, feeling worse. I wanted to pick myself up and move through life as happy as I could be. I wanted to be the best version of me. Podcasts had become my favorite activity whilst driving to and from work to help my mindset. I binge listened to most of your episodes within a week or so. I started to use food to heal my body. I invested my energy to activities which brought me joy. And I started to love my body for what it allowed me to do. I heard what you said about every cell in my body loving me and doing what it needed to do for me. Fast forward two weeks from my miscarriage. I was at work last week and collapsed in the bathroom. Long story short, I needed emergency surgery to remove what I later learned was an ectopic pregnancy and one of my fallopian tubes had ruptured. I learned I was actually pregnant with twins and uncommonly had gone through a heterotopic pregnancy where I had one uterine and one non-uterine fertilized embryo. Only one in 32,000 pregnancies will experience this. I truly believe that me finding your podcasts helped me to survive the scariest day of my life. The truth is I had been prepping my body and my mind for two weeks with positivity to come out the other side pretty damn lucky and grateful for my body. I do not see the events that occurred as my body failing me, but my body loving me and getting me through the hardest times that were inevitable. I am physically healing quickly because I am loving myself and being gentle on my mind and my body. I am still a work in progress. Though my tummy scars may heal quickly, I know the emotional scars are what run deepest. I will continue to practice self-love and gratitude in hope that one day I can share the love I have for myself with a special bubba. Thank you again for your part in my healing. 
I feel so lucky and privileged to have had this impact in this beautiful lady's life. I honestly never thought that my podcast could have this much of an effect, but it really has driven me to continue to do these episodes and somehow help as many people around the world as I can, even if it is through an indirect target audience. The fact that I was able to have this impact on her means so much to me. Now, throughout the episode today, I'm going to go through some strategies that help you in those intense binge urge moments. And if you are a binge eater, then you will know what I'm talking about. It's those intense moments of, I have to have this, like there's no turning back. And if you are not a binge eater, then let me just quickly explain what happens when you're just about to binge. So you could be feeling absolutely fine all day, not one thought of a binge. And as soon as you have that tiny thought of maybe I should binge, you actually can't get it out of your head. And it's really really hard to come back from. The urges are so strong and it's like this out-of-body thing inside of you taking over your brain. So that is what I really want to work on today. I want to give you some strategies that are going to help in those moments. But before I get into the strategies, I just want to talk about binge eating as a whole. Now, I've done a couple of episodes on binge eating already, so you should have a little bit of an understanding of, of how I tackle binge eating. But if you have never listened to my episodes before, then I just want to dive in a little bit. As I just mentioned, binge eating can make you feel like it's absolutely controlling you rather than you having control over the binge urges. But the good news is, even though you may be someone who has been battling this for a long time, we can handle this more easily than you might have imagined. It is not a willpower problem, nor is it an indicator that something is wrong with you. So we're going to look at binge eating in a completely different way and use some strategies that are highly effective. So the most important distinction to understand about binge eating is that it is not a problem. I know that can be hard to grasp for some of you because everyone that comes to me and speaks to me about binge eating always thinks that it is a major issue. But the fact is it's actually a symptom and it's a symptom that has a deeper meaning. Any unwanted eating behavior or health symptom is really just a message from our body wisdom. It's our inner intelligence of our biology. Our compulsions are actually our gifts and they're beautiful challenges and they speak a hidden language and they call for our attention. Your binge eating is a doorway to understand your life and to understand some of the deeper challenges and some of the deeper fears that have nothing to do with food per se. So instead of fighting this compulsive eating, you need to listen to it and you need to hear its deeper message. Once you have decoded the message in the symptom, then it can finally resolve itself. Now, oftentimes, binge eating, which is an out-of-control behavior, is actually a balancing act for some place in life where you are in tight control. And some of the ways that we might be in tight control are when we are trying to control our food amount, our food frequency, our food type, our meal timing, pleasure with food, our emotional expression, other people, when we are withholding speaking the truth, or when we have stopped our creative expression. Most commonly, though, many people are trying to artificially control their appetite or the amount of food they eat. You might be someone who is tightly controlling your consumption of pleasurable foods, or maybe you are trying to control your weight by eating a very low fat or a very low calorie diet. So I'm going to use a bit of an example of someone who is trying to limit their food intake to get a little bit better of an understanding. 
So I want to say that this person is skipping meals, particularly breakfast and lunch. They're eating a low-fat diet, and there doesn't seem to be much pleasure or nourishment or celebration around the food in their diet. And I want to add in that on the continuum of fast, moderate, or slow eaters, they are a fast eater. Well, this type of person, their body would essentially be calorie deficient, fat deficient, and pleasure deficient. Now, the brain takes note of this, and by the time they reach 3 p.m. or so, they binge eat. Their body is screaming for food. Now, they binge on junk food because they're ravenous. Plus, when we eat fast in general, the brain actually fails to register taste, pleasure, aroma, and satisfaction. And this is part of what's called the cephalic phase digestive response. And that means that the brain literally requires that we experience our meal. And when we eat fast, the brain misinterprets the missed experience of our meals as a sign that we didn't eat. And therefore, physiologically, we are driven to eat. So their entire eating style is designed to compel them to binge eat. Now, the point is, people who have binge eating do not have a willpower problem when it comes to food. You are simply in need of regular meals, no meal skipping, healthy fat in your diet, a more robust breakfast and lunch, and a way of eating that is slow and nourishing for the body. Now, binge eating can be solely driven by your eating style. There's obviously a lot of different factors that can come into play, but the main thing that I like to look at first with any client is their eating style. Now, that style of eating in our example I used before is something that I commonly see. And it is born out of a completely erroneous belief that denying yourself of food and fat will help you lose weight and be happy. And this does not work. We need to make friends with food. We need to let go of the belief that our appetite is somehow the enemy. And we need to trust in the natural wisdom of our bodies. Okay. I want to move on. Let's move on to the in the moment tactics that you can use when you have a binge urge and you feel like you're losing control over your brain. (laughs) A joke, but it's true. (laughs) All right. The first step is to break the binge cycle habit by witnessing and allowing. Now, when a craving strikes or you begin to obsess over food, I literally want you to write it out for a few minutes. And I know this can feel like quite a hard strategy to do in the beginning because I know firsthand that when I used to binge eat, the last thing I wanted to do was grab a journal and write about it. (laughs) The trick is letting things surface with no judgment. Now, if you want to binge, you can, but you have to write it out for five minutes before you do so. And oftentimes, just brain dumping random negative thoughts and finishing them off with more positive ones is enough to break that pattern right there. Us humans have a tendency to wallow in negativity. We worry, we have anxiety, we have fear, and we have related thoughts to these emotions that are nothing but neurological programming. 99% of our fears are not real. Our brains are wired to store negative thoughts and patterns to protect us from future harm. I was listening to a podcast the other day with a neurologist, and she was asked by the interviewer, Whether it's, I can't remember exactly the question, but it was something like, is it easier for our brains to focus on the negative or the positive? 
And she said that we are wired to be drawn towards negativity because it's a survival tactic. So we need to be ready for the worst in order to respond in a way that's going to protect us. So it's no wonder why we struggle so much to live a constantly positive life. But the issue is we're taking, in the grand scheme of things, a really simple issue, i.e. eating food, and we're turning it into this extremely stressful event. We're worried about how many calories, we're worried about the size, we're worried about what's in it, we're worried about weight loss, we're worried about, you know, X, Y, and Z. And the more a negative memory or pattern is reinforced, again, this food's going to make me fat, this is too many calories, whatever you're continuously saying to yourself, the more cortisol gets released into the body and the more we lose motivation and awareness. And this is a dangerous process. And the trick is to interrupt that pattern and bring awareness to what's going on underneath it all. Because food issues typically have very little to do with food. Controlling the food is not the way for long-term healing. Pattern changes come from recognizing, reframing, and retraining. And journaling helps you with the first step to recognize. Once we can recognize the patterns, we can reframe and retrain. It all just starts with awareness. So I want you to grab a pen and paper because I'm going to give you a few journal prompts for when you're feeling like you're going to binge. Now, the questions I want to ask yourself are these. One, what am I craving? Two, am I really hungry? Three, what emotion am I feeling? Four, where is this feeling coming from? Five, why do I want to binge? Six, what is the binging solving? Seven, what am I avoiding? Eight, what am I afraid of in this moment? And nine, can I be with this? Now, throughout this journaling process, you might have quite a few aha moments where you come to notice patterns and emotions that continue to come up for you when you're binging. And this may then allow you to understand where you need to work and then it can help you to think about what strategies you may need to put in place. So for example, you may notice that every time you binge, it's because you feel ravenous and you feel ravenous because you've either skipped breakfast or lunch or you've had small meals. Therefore, you notice that skipping meals or having small meal sizes causes you to binge. And then you decide to create a better pattern with your meal timing and your meal sizes to help combat the binging. Does that make sense? I hope so. (laughs) All right. The next strategy I want to talk about is creating a mantra that is close to your heart that you can tell yourself right in that moment that you're going to binge. Now, a mantra is an ancient meditative practice that aids in creating an optimal experience. And it actually has the ability to help free your mind from all that background chatter and it can calm your nervous system. So creating a mantra is about taking specific intentions or goals that you want and putting them in an easy to remember poem-like sentence. Now, this mantra can be used at whatever time of the day you're feeling down or anxious or out of control, but consistency is the key with this one, okay? Your mantra needs to become a habit through regular practice. And the focus of bringing yourself back to the mantra again and again, and paying full attention and full focus to the mantra in those moments where those urges arises, it will eventually become a subconscious habit that helps you to easily and quickly pull yourself out of those moments. So when you're creating your own mantra, I want you to think about your intentions and the goals that you really want, and then consider all of the ways that you're subconsciously blocking yourself from getting them. 
Now tune out all of those negative thoughts and create a positive mantra to repeat until you're determined to accomplish what you're setting out to do. So an example of a mantra looks something like this. The health of my body is my priority. I take my relationship to my body seriously and am finding loving it to be easy. Another example is I am capable of making healthy and positive decisions today. I am the person I want to be. Now, these mantras can be completely personalized to whatever you want to achieve, but they're a really great strategy to repeat to yourself when you're having those binge urges to help kind of pull you out of that subconscious pattern that you've created around the binging. Next strategy I want to talk about is slowing down and being present in the moment. I have spoken about slowing down and being present a million times on these podcasts, and I will never stop talking about them. (laughs) So... It's important to talk about it when it comes to binge eating because in order to binge, the body must be in a stress response. That's our fight or flight response. It is nearly impossible to binge eat if relaxation and presence is happening in your system. Now, when I ask my clients what their mindset is like throughout their binge episodes, majority of them say that they almost go unconscious until the binging is over. And they say that they feel as if they are out of their body and having a complete lack of control. And this straight away tells me that they are in the fight or flight mode. So in order to help stop the binging, you must create relaxation and presence. In order to create relaxation and presence, you must slow down. The simple act of taking 10 long breaths can put your body back into that relaxation response. And a good trick is to breathe in for three seconds, hold for three seconds, and breathe out for three seconds, and then repeat that 10 times. And then you can tell yourself that mantra that you have already created. Within this same strategy, another area I get my clients to work on is relaxed, slow eating. Because the simple act of eating fast is also considered a stressor by the body. Who would have thought? (laughs) Humans are simply not biologically wired for high speed eating. So when we do eat fast, the body once again enters the physiologic stress response, which results in decreased digestion, decreased nutrient assimilation, increased nutrient excretion, lowered calorie burning rate, and a bigger appetite. Now, you can literally empower your nutritional metabolism simply by slowing down. For many fast eaters, shifting your eating patterns isn't an easy thing to do, I know. But the way we eat is a habit, and breaking a habit requires patience and persistence. You can't click your fingers and be a slow eater if you've always been a fast eater. But it's about creating a ritual around your eating and and being present and telling yourself, slow down. Maybe putting your fork down between every bite, learning to take more bites, really savoring the flavors of the food. So this ties in really well with being present because the problem for a majority of people is that they don't actually eat when they eat. And what I mean by that is we aren't always fully present to the meal. We're not aware of its taste. We're not eating it slowly. We're not simply feeling nourished by the food. And when this happens, the brain, which requires taste and satisfaction, misses out on a key phase of the nutritional experience. The brain literally thinks, I didn't eat or I didn't eat enough. And it simply screams back at us, I'm hungry. (laughs) 
Now, this can be a key reason as to why someone experiences intense binge urges. You can dramatically decrease this urge by increasing your awareness and presence at every meal. Now, this is a great strategy to use when binging is about to begin. Instead of trying to fight it or allowing your mind to go unconscious, try to stay present throughout the entire binge. Eat slowly and be mindful throughout each bite. I guarantee you, you will not be able to binge on the same amount of food you would normally binge on if you are eating slow and you are present. If you can create a habit around eating this way, I guarantee the binging cannot occur. Some good steps to follow at mealtimes are to sit down at every meal, to be completely present, so no distractions, don't have the TV on, don't have the phone on, have a dedicated space for eating. So don't eat at your work desk, in your bed, on the couch, on the bus. Choose a dedicated space just for eating your main meals. Take five deep breaths before you start your meal. Savor the flavors of the food and chew slowly. You need to enjoy the experience and let it nourish you. Don't eat until you know you're completely present. Don't eat until you know you're aware and you're relaxed and you're ready to create a positive experience around your eating. Let's move on to the last strategy that I want to go through, which is using an electrolyte drink right before you binge. An electrolyte strong drink actually helps to relax the nervous system. And as we've already spoken about, right before a binge, you are in the stress response. And this strategy, as well as the other strategies I've spoken about, all help to slow the body down and become present. Now, as the stress response prepares to happen, what happens in the body is it shifts from an alkaline balance to a more acidic balance. Some of the pH across certain fluids in the body are going to become more acidic as we jump into this stress response. And if you can quickly shift the body to become more alkaline, then the body relaxes and the stress response is quickly mitigated, which means the binge is less likely to happen. An electrolyte drink is a great option because it gets in nutrients into your system quite quickly. So this strategy, right before you feel the binge coming on, I want you to either have a cup of miso broth, so you can use broth or the powder sachet. Um, You could have a cup of veggie broth. Twig tea has been shown to work. Um, Another option would be to have a green drink. So you know the green powders that you can buy from the health food shops. Just add a a tablespoon of that into some water or some juice um, and have a cup of any of the above and it will help to really quickly bring nutrition back into the system. And this is a particularly good strategy for those who are binging in the afternoon. All right, that's all I have for you guys today. I hope it was helpful for you. Um, If you have any suggestions on podcast recommendations, as always, just send them through to me. Um, And once again, if you are interested in having one-on-one coaching sessions with me to help with your binge eating challenges, please send an email to hello at bearxbrave.com or message me on Instagram at bearxbrave. Can't wait to speak to you all in my next podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I would be so grateful if you could share this podcast and leave it a review and be sure to follow me on my Instagram at bearxbrave. If you need to contact me, you can do so at hello at bearxbrave.com. Speak to you in the next podcast.